Colossians 2.13 And you, who were dead in your trespasses and the uncircumcision of your flesh, God made alive together with him, having forgiven us all our trespasses. Just a quick note at the start of this episode, if you love the podcast or want to support uh, the ministry that we do at Training Leaders International, check out my website, joshbremerman.com, and you can give there or find more resources there, uh, follow along with what we're doing in the ministry. I'd encourage you to sign up for the prayer letter that I send out once a month, and I'd love to just share in the ministry that many of you listeners uh, who who follow the podcast support and just thank you for supporting you guys are the engine that makes our ministry at tli go and so i'm really thankful for supporters and i'd love to invite others to come alongside us in this venture so colossians 2 verse 13 is moving into a new reason why we should look to christ alone and not to man-made philosophies the first was that the whole fullness of god dwells in christ and fills us And so we shouldn't look elsewhere for filling or for God. And in verse 11 and 12, there's this heart circumcision and new life that comes through Christ or in Christ. We should look to no man-made philosophy or lesser spirit for that. And now in verse 13 and verse 14, there is another reference to new life and to forgiveness from sins and freedom from the law's demands. And so we should look to Christ because in him alone can we find those things. And so Paul is just really hammering home at the beginning of verse 13, the idea that we were dead in trespasses. No heartbeat, no life, dead. And so the, the idea that we, what we need is new life. We're made together with Christ through faith. Lemuel Haynes uh, from the 1770s, he he really uh, just brings home the idea of the need for regeneration. He says, if we, view, if we view mankind as they come into the world, we shall then find them haters of God, enemies to God, estranged from God. Nay, the very heart is enmity against, itself against all the divine perfections. We shall find them acting most freely and most voluntarily in these exercises. He's saying, we're, we're dead in our hearts. We will choose sin every single time. And he goes on to say, that which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit, which teaches us that there is nothing truly spiritual or holy in the first birth, but that this comes by the second or by the renewings of the Holy Ghost. And so we needed Christ to come in and make us alive together with him. We were dead in our transgressions. We had not received heart circumcision. We needed Christ to do the work. And he does. Through faith in him, we are made alive together with Christ. The closest illustration I can think of this is the person who dies briefly and the the paramedics come in and they they put the defibrillator on her on the person and then they shock them back and their heart starts beating once again but that's only close because that's a, a resuscitation 
No, we were dead, long gone, in, buried and in the ground. Our hearts had no capability of bringing life to ourselves. But God, through faith, makes us alive together with Christ. In verse 13, going into verse 14, but briefly in verse 13, the idea of that is when he makes us alive together with him, when he regenerates our heart and then gives us the gift, the gift of faith, our sins are then forgiven. We're forgiven of our transgressions. So how can we pray from this passage? We can just really get on our knees and say, God, I was dead in my sin. And yet you made me alive together with Christ. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All the praise goes to you. All the glory goes to you. There's no boasting in my own good works or my own even faith, but you made me alive together with Christ, granted me the gift of faith, and forgave me of my sins. Thank you. So this verse just puts us on our knees before God in gratitude. And then looking back all the way to verse six and seven, as we have received this Christ, so we walk in him. So all of our obedience is not because we want to do good works. We want to overcome evil in the world. No, all of our obedience flows from Christ's work for us. So that is Colossians two verse 13.